Will Barnes is the CEO of Go Hard Elite Training, where he provides personalized fitness training for individuals and small groups. He is also a motivational speaker and rapper. He has trained professional athletes in the NFL, MLB, and the NBA. His music has been placed in movies and TV shows. Will was a football star in high school. He had several scholarships. However, he did not go to college because he had a son at 14 years old. He decided that he needed to be responsible and looked after his son. He worked different jobs and eventually joined the Marines. At one point, he almost made the Atlanta Falcons. However, an injury took those dreams away from him. That never stopped Will. He always found a way to make things work. He got his start working at gyms and started leading classes. The people absolutely loved him. He always studied and got his certifications. His journey is something you don't want to miss. Listen to follow Will's journey. Visit nodegree.com to start your journey. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash nodegree. Every contribution is appreciated. This show wouldn't be possible without you. Let's get this show started. Today, I have an amazing guest, Will Barnes. Will, can you give a brief introduction of yourself? Well, my name is Will Barnes. I'm the CEO of Go Hard Elite Training and BIA Entertainment. Uh, it's a music record label and a personal training company. Love life. I'm a, mar- a former Marine. You know, just just ready to, to live and, and, and motivate people. Yeah. So what, what do your companies do? Can you explain in more detail? In detail, uh, yes. Uh, Go Hard Elite Training is, is, is a a mobile personal training company that I started, uh, I noticed a lot of people didn't want to get to the gym and, or they were, you know, afraid of getting to the gym. So I, I was like, what, how could I bring the gym to them? So I started a, a mobile personal training company where I go to their houses, it's like a gym on wheels, basically. So I go to their houses, I'll train them. I got my own equipment and everything, make it fun, make it exciting. Yeah. Yes, sir. And you know, I, it started, you know, with regular people and then it ended up, I've been training pro athletes and, you know, everyday people. Every, it's just a beautiful thing in bodybuilding. And then my uh, BIA Entertainment is my record label that I started. I got into music back in 98, 1998. And, uh, you know, it was hard trying to to get people record studio time and all that. So I started my own record label, started doing my own thing, recording my own music. I went to school for engineering and stuff, got certified for that. And I've just been going ever since. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. So let's kind of take it back. How was high school like for you? And what did you want to become in high school? High school, man, I was an athlete. The athlete, you know, uh, everything. Yeah, you know, I hung with my coaches, football games, studying film. Uh, I really was, I worked, you know, because of my mom. I was I had a single mom, you know, so I worked. And uh, I, I really, you know, high school for me, it was fun. I had a lot. I was real popular, very popular, you know, and just just, just the, the, the jock. <laughs> So would you want to be in high school? Believe it or not, in high school, <laughs> I wanted to be a doctor in high school. You know, I started off, I want, I want to be a doctor, you know, let me, let me, let me, let me focus on, you know, cause I, I like to operate on stuff, you know, personally, I, yeah, I was just like, I just like the, the anatomy and everything, learning the anatomy of the body, but hey, I mean, and then I, you know, life happened, you know, life happened, ended up having a, a baby at a young age. I had a, a little boy at, at, at the age of 15. So I was like, oh well, I won't be able to go to college right now. So I gotta I gotta redirect my, my train of thought, you know. So that's when I started focusing on the Marine Corps. I was like, I, I gotta take care of my responsibility. Cause you know, in high school I was a young father. So it's like, what am I gonna do? What would happen if, you know, I, I left him to go to college and left her with my son. So I just started focusing on take care of my responsibility. You know, my mom raised me to take care of my responsibility. So that's what happened, man. I ended up going to the Marine Corps. I had all these scholarships and everything, all these offers, and I turned them down because I, at the time I didn't know, you know, I could have went to college and, and done it, but I was just trying to be a man and handle the situation as far as, you know, taking care of my responsibility. So that's how I got into the Marine Corps. I mean, respect because, you know, that's something a lot of people don't think of, right? That, you know, they don't kind of see it. They just kind of like, oh, not my responsibility. You know, I'm going to thank you for doing that. I'm appreciating, you know, your son really appreciates that. So how was it like, you know, going to school and having a son that age? Like, I, like, look, being a parent is tough at any age. And I can, I can only imagine it's the toughest at 15 years old. Let me tell you, man, 
I had football games, you know, he comes to my football games and everybody was like, oh man, your little brother, he looks just like you. And I'm like, uh, that's my son. And they're looking at me like, what? <laughs> but you know, it, 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 I mean, the, the Pampers, you know, that's why I said I had to work, you know, I had to go to work and I had to become a man early. You know, I became a man very early. What job did you have? Oh, man, I, I had multiple companies. I, I, I cut grass. I washed dishes. I worked at McDonald's. Uh, I worked at uh, Burger King. I was everywhere, but I was trying to get money. Either way. You know, I was hustling. And I was while, hustler. while doing, while playing football. <laughs> while playing football uh, and running track as well, too. So it, it was a, <laughs> it was an experience, man. But, you know, like, yeah, you, you, you learn from, your, you know, mistakes. And uh, I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world. It, it made me the man I am today, you know, so it's. Yeah, I, I got that discipline. I built that discipline at a young age. So, yeah. Then you went to the Marine Corps. How how long were you in and sort of what did you learn from the Marine Corps? Well, I was in the Marine Corps for 12 years. You know, I started off as an admin. I was a 0151. You know, and I'm like, I'm a I'm an athlete. You know, this is boring. I can't be sitting in the office. I became a, a, a 03. A, a, I was a, a grunt. So I started grunting and then I went to sniper school, 0317. I was a scout sniper. Then, uh, you know, I did, you know, went to the Iraq, uh, uh, Fallujah and all that good stuff, Camp Double Dog. And when it happened, okay, let's, let's, let's go back a little bit. So, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to go to, you know, the sniper school and uh, I'm, I'm probably never going to see combat at all. You know, it's just going to, you know, so September 11 happened. The day it happened, I'm sitting in, we're sitting in, you know, in the squad bay and, uh, that was like, get your gear up. You got 24 hours to go, you know, tell your family, do whatever. You got to go. And we, I'm like, what? This is real, you know? So I ended up going, you know, over to Iraq and, you know, handling business and, you know, and you know, that that really woke me up a lot too, as far as, you know, you know, life flashing before your eyes and stuff, you know, cause I've seen a lot over there, but yeah, I, I did that. Um, then I ended up going to drill instructor school. I was a drill instructor. So I became a, yeah, I, became, I was training recruits and, you know, loving that Paris Island, living the life, man. It, it was good. It was a good experience. You know, I learned a lot, built a lot of discipline and, you know, you met a lot of people, brothers, you know, sisters, you know, just that's how it is. You know, it's that, that camaraderie, building camaraderie. You stay there for 12 years. What sort of made you decide, hey, you know, I want to move on to the next phase of my life? Well, you know, kids, you know, my son, at the time my son was sick, you know, and I'm like, OK, if I'm over here, he won't have me. He needs me home, you know, so I'm like, so if I go over here, you know, you're taking a major risk of putting your life on the line, you know, and I've seen a lot of my brothers fall and um. You know, I was just thinking about the future. You know, I want to, I want to give my son what I didn't have. I didn't have my father raising me, but he has me. So I wanted to give him that that opportunity. And I didn't want to, you know, be selfish. Even though I loved going to, over there, you know, I love fighting for my country. I just had to, you know, my family's first. You know, I had to put my family first. So that's what made me get out. I was like, oh, got I got I got I got to get out. Yeah, and, yeah. You know? And what'd you do when you got out? I started doing my music, of course, but. I started working at a, a, a tire factory, Firestone. You know, I worked there for a while, you know, like seven, eight years, you know. Um, but I was doing, like I said, I was doing my music and stuff, but I was trying to, like, figure out, find my way. You know, it's try, it's kind of hard uh, adjusting from uh, military to civilian life. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so it's, it's a big adjustment, It's right? a big adjustment, man. I, I was, the time of the day dealing with, you know, civilians. So it's like... I was trying to find my way in life, man, you know, and, and I've always done music since a kid. So, you know, and so I started doing my music and, and it started, it started popping off. It started, I started, people started hearing me. I started the music and that became, you know, a part of me and this job at the same time. And it's like, I can't do both. You know, I'm like, how can I work at this job and do my music? And then I got my kids as well. So I, I took a big leap and I was like, you know what, I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to follow my dreams or whatever. OK, so how could I do all of that? I, I still got to make money. I still got to take care of my kids. You know, I don't have a college degree. I don't, you know, a whole lot of people, they won't hire you if you don't have a college degree. So let me go to Atlanta. So I ended up moving to Atlanta. I just left everything. I, I had all my savings. I took my savings and gave it to, you know, my kid's mother. And I, I took off, man. I left um, me and my brother actually, we left and moved to Atlanta. I tried out for the Falcons, walked onto the Falcons for one year. I made it. I made it. Open tryout. Made it. I made it, man. And ended up tearing my ACL. Had ACL reconstruction. Yeah, but I, you know things happen. It's the, you know things happen in life. Yeah, it's life, man. It happens. And uh, you know, like when I first got to Atlanta, like I said, I gave everything to my kid's mother. So me and my brother, we were living out of 
out of the truck, you know, we live out of the truck one week, then we'll get, uh, we'll go stay at the in-town suites the next week until we can make the money. Right? You know, we just, we did what we had to do, you know, uh, jump into freestyle competitions or, uh, you know, try to just try to find ways to, you know, make ends meet. And, uh, so we, you know, he got accepted to college and, and I ended up starting my, my personal training company, you know, as well. So after that, like after the, then I walked on, to, like I said, I walked on to the Falcons and tore my ACL. And then after that, yeah, but then I, I met so many people, you know, I met so many people. That's how, you know, I was like, you know what, I could, I could do this. You know, I training, I, 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 I live it, I breathe it, you know, I sleep it. I, I, so I was like, maybe I should try this, you know. That was a, a rough situation as well, you know. It was, it was rough trying to get clients, trying to get people to believe in you. No, you know, I, like I said, I had no degree. So I was like, I got to get certified. So how am I? So I went for, you know, a couple of years, not certified training, trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to make ends meet, man. Yeah. So how'd you sort of get clients and how'd you get better at it? So, yeah, what I, what I did, right. So, you know, you know, I was like, oh, man, I see people walking in. I see these trainers in the gym and, you know, I'll be in the gym and they walking around swollen and everything. So I was like, let, let, let me try this. Let me, you know, cause my style and my, you know, as, as, as far as working out, I, I, I create like amazing regiments. So I seen this guy, it was a, Mark Anderson, he's the Chicago Bears. Uh, he played with the Bears, the Patriots, and everything. He was my very first client ever. Like, he used to come, he came into the gym, you know, and people would try to get his attention. I, I was the type of the person, you know, I don't, I don't get starstruck. So, I, I, you know, I walked by and I was like, let me start working out. So, I started doing my workout. So, he started watching me, you know, and he was like, wow, man. So, he, he walks up to me and he was like, man, are, uh, are you a trainer? I said, yeah, I'm a trainer, you know. Uh, he was like, look, look, I'm looking for a trainer. You know, I'm Mark Anderson. I, you know, I play for the Patriots and all that. You can Google me and everything. So I'm like, okay. So that's how it started. You know, I, I my first client was an NFL client. So it's like, wow. Man, you know? that's crazy. <laughs> that, that's, that's crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. It was, it was a good time, bro. You know, and ever since then, you know, he people seen me train him. And that's how I built my clientele. And then, you know, I started training everybody else. Because, you know, being a trainer, you can't just cater to certain personalities of certain people. I wanted to be that type of trainer where I wanted to, I could train a uh, 86-year-old or I could train a, a five-year-old, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to, to move it around, you know? So I, I started my, my my company, uh, Go Hard. It was Go Hard University at the time. And I had this trailer hooked up to the back of my, it's like a traveling gym, a billboard. So I'm going down the highway, people saying it, and it was like calling me on the phone, like, woohoo, I see, you know, like, oh, well, yeah, that's pretty cool. So I started doing boot camps, traveling to different states, Florida, North Carolina, uh, New York, Alabama, doing boot camps, you know, I got, man, motivating people, man, getting people to come out, you know, it was a beautiful thing, man. I, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> it's just cool, man, just showing that hustle and grit. Now you focus more on like, I think you're in the John Maxwell program. Can you talk about that? You know, you never know how you affect people. Every day I'm talking to, I'm, I don't meet a stranger. You know, every day I'm talking to people. Every day I'm motivating people and, you know, I'm just, I'm just doing it, not even knowing it. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people came up to me. Man, you know, you should be a speaker. Man, you know, I thank you for what you, how you helped me. I, yeah, man, my kids love you. I, I, what, what can you say to my, you know, my team to get them going or whatever? So, you know. I knew I was, I had it in me. I knew it was white, one of my callings, but it didn't become official until my wife, she was like, you know what? You need to, you need to, you need to join the John Maxwell team. And I'm like, what is the John Maxwell team? So, you know, I did my research, man. And, and I, I fell in love with it, man. I fell in love with it. It's, it's a very, very, very powerful organization, man. And it's a lot of great people in it. And, um, you know, it's just like, I, I'm, I'm working on just getting out and, and speaking to, whoever wants to listen, you know, and, you know, doing leadership training, business building, mastermind classes. I'm trying to do it all, man. I'm trying to, trying to have my voice heard and, you know, and and hopefully help a lot of people. No, I mean, that's, it's a good program. I've heard good things about him. So, you know, more respect to you because it's something a lot of people don't realize that there's a business side to public speaking and, you know, you can use it, incorporate it. You can make a good living off it and you can just use it to sort of grow your business and grow your network. You know, you've obviously always worked hard. What would you say got you ahead and got you successful? Like, what about you? What did you do to sort of get ahead? See, my thing is, you know, I, I had the, the discipline. I'm like, how can I add value to my life? How can I add value to my life? Because before you can add value to somebody else's life, before you can help somebody else, you got to add it to yourself. You know, and I'm like, what can I do 
to to better myself, you know, to grow. You know, I started just, you know, like reading. I started reading. I started training more, training more. You know, I started just working my brain, you know, exercising my brain as well as my body. Like I said, you got to add value to your life. I had to do things to add value to my life so I can help somebody else. And, and, and the thing I didn't know, you know, I love people. I love people, man. You got to love people if you want to be out there and you want to grow. If you want your brand to grow, you got to be out there. You got to invincibility. You know what I'm saying? You got to you got to be out there, man. So and I, I love people. I love kids. I love I love the world, man. And it's and I didn't always used to be like that, man. It's like, you know, you know, younger, you coming up younger, you think you got to be a certain type of person, you know. And that's like I said, I didn't know. You know that I actually love people, I, and people actually love me. You know, and that's the thing, man. And you know, once they feel that honest, that sincere thing about feeling about you, I mean, they they become close to you, and they ain't like, oh, well, well, how can I help Will to grow? What can I do to help him? Because you know, it's just like you reap what you sow, man. If I sow goodness, I'm gonna reap goodness. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reap the benefits of goodness, and I do everything I can, like I said, to help even strangers. You know, that's just the the mentality I have. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's amazing. So what are some mistakes you've made along the way, you know, that you would kind of like tell other people to like, you want to kind of avoid this or you you kind of want to be smarter about these things? Well, my mistakes was I wasn't patient. I, I was impatient, you know, and I would get irritated and want to quit because doors were closed in my face, you know, and then you don't hound people. You know, I hounded people. Back in, man, you, you uh, can we, you say we were, well, what, what, what was going on? I, I thought you said, you know, and that just turned them off completely. Like I said, having no degree and trying to get yourself out in the corporate world or trying to build a business is, is, is hard. And then, you know, what I would say to the people in my situation, you got to stay focused, stay on the course. You know what I'm saying? Life is like a tunnel. It's always light at the end of that tunnel. You understand what I'm saying? And, and you just got, I mean, you're going to, okay, for example, so, you close your eyes. You walk in and you close your eyes. You panic, right? Because it's dark. You don't know where you're going. That's what happened to me. I'm, I'm walking. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can. He said he's going to give me this opportunity. I'm, oh, the lights go out and I panic. And then, I, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, and I lose it and I stop. But I, what I learned is, was to keep going. Keep believing in yourself. Just keep the faith, man. And, and a lot of people want to give up when, you know, the smallest things happen. That might be what needs to happen for you to grow. You know what I'm saying? It's like building like that water, like you're a seed, building structure, building uh, substance, building value. That's your water. You know what I'm saying? You got to do things to, you know, get water. So you've been in music for a long time. How has the industry changed over time? Because I remember I bought like a bootleg CDs. I bought like bootleg CDs. And now it's like, it, it, you know, it's a totally different thing. So I, you know, people used to go out, give the CDs and, you know, so now it's a different time right now they have like different platforms they have youtube and all this stuff so how has the music industry changed over time and how have you adapted to it when i first started music right like you said the cds you know you had to hit the streets you know the online thing wasn't jumping like it was so i you know i had to press my own cds and go stand on the corner hey man you want to buy a cd type, type of thing i'm at work hustling cds i got i got a new i got a new cd out man and you know i had a lot of People, you know, they knew I was a hustler. Hey, I'm going to buy this CD because we know he out here working hard. I'm sweating. Me and my brother, we got towels on. It's hot. We, <laughs> you know, so it's like you, you have to, you had to work more. And it was harder because, like I said, you got to know people to move around in the music industry. You can't, you can't think, even though you might have the, you, you might have the, the, the greatest talent in the world, but. You still got to know people. Yeah, you got to know, know. You got to know people because I know some know whack people. rappers that are up there, and then some <laughs> hidden gems that just never get discovered. I'm telling you, and 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 that's another thing too. Like I said, you know, hitting those bumps and those obstacles, man. And it's like I know I'm, I'm I know I'm hot. You know, everybody telling me I'm hot, but I'm still in the same situation. I'm still in the same situation. You know, you know, and I wasn't mature at that time. You know, back in the day, and um. I'm like doing things to get in. Like, how could I get the, the biggest people to listen to me? I started a, a diss rapping, you know, and I went out to 50 Cent and he heard it. <laughs> he heard it and, and I ended up having to, uh, word on the streets called me. The radio station, the radio host, Isis, and she was like, we need you to come to Atlanta. That's how I ended up in Atlanta too. She said, we need you to come to Atlanta. 50 Cent responded and we want to know who you are. We don't know anything about you. And I'm like... Me and my brother, we, we was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But we didn't know. You know, you can't do that because people take it serious, you know. So we go to Atlanta. I'm on the radio station, you know. This is pretty cool, man. But that's how, like, I got, you know, started getting opportunities. 
And then, you know, so it's just like, like I said, life happened. And then, you know, with the music, I took a break. I had to take a break from music, man, work, the kids having the music wasn't bringing money. So I, I had to stop and take a break from, from the music, you know, and, uh, so I was like, you know what? Is, is Fifty Cent bothering you or something? Because I know he's mad petty. Man. He's hunting you down or something. No, back in the day, he, he was like, "Who's this guy? I don't even know this guy. Who's? I don't even know who he is." You know, and I'm like, I, at least I got his attention. You know, that's how I got his attention. You know, so I was, it was pretty cool because I got a, a lot of connections. You know, through just that. And, you know, and then I started performing at the Albums place. It was an event called the BET Album Shield. I performed at that. Yeah, I, I mean, I started uh, the Hot 16, the BET Hot 16. I, I mean, I started doing stuff like that, but then you know, it's like, like I said, it's, it's the mentality you had. I had at the time. I, I was, I was young, you know, and 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 making mistakes, you know, and uh, I wasn't taking my business side, you know, serious because I'm out here enjoying, enjoying the clubbing and enjoying the the life, you know. And I'm like, oh, you know. So like I said, I got to a point where I it, it halted, it stopped, and. You know, I, was, I had to go back to working and, and taking care of my responsibilities. And so, what what job did you end up taking? I that's when I, when I left to going back to the Marine Corps. I mean, when I left and went back to Atlanta, when I came back to Atlanta, I actually working at gyms and stuff. You know, like I had, to, like I said, I was back to the the training and stuff. You know, so it was like because I, I I mean I put in applications and then like I go to these interviews and like oh. Uh, education. Uh, what do you? What do you? Well, I was like, well, I was marine. <laughs> I always thought, yeah, I could use. I'm a marine. You know, it, it didn't work. It didn't work. You know, yeah. Okay, we understand you was a marine, and this what? But well, what is your education level? You know what I'm saying? And it was. I'm like, it's got to be a way that I could be successful and get ahead in life without a degree. And it was like, it was rough. It was rough, brother. It, it was rough. I mean, I've seen times. Well, I mean. I, my, Kids needed this and that, and I'm, you know, you don't want your kids to see you struggling, you know, and you know, you you, you do everything you can, but you know it's going to hurt you, but you got to do everything you can for your kids because, you know, I you know, I love my kids, man. That's 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 my my motivation, my push, man. So it's like, it was rough, it was rough for a long time, man. But then you know, I I started maturing, like I said, I started maturing. I met my wife, and when I met her at the time, I was still in that mindset. Yeah, I'm in the streets, so she changed me, man. She turned me around, and you know, started getting me to. You know, it's, it's more to life than trying to be a, a rapper, you know. And, I, and I'm like, yeah, you, you got to do other things. You got to get certified other ways. Go, you know, go. I went to the Atlanta School of Massage, got certified, you know. I started doing online certifications. And, uh, you know, once I started doing that, you know, I started realizing that this, this could work, you know. This could work, you know. I could prosper in many ways and not have to be out there, you know, doing stuff that don't even make sense. You know, you have children, you can't be out here rapping about going to <laughs> going to war, you know, even though I've been to war, you know, that's not, that's not, you know, so I had to, I had to look at myself and like, look, okay, you came from here to here, you know, you right here. Do you want to go down or do you want to go up? Where do you want to go? You know, I had to check myself. Like I said, discipline, man. And, you know, I was like, you know, life is so short, man. You got to treasure every day, you know? So I was like, all right, I'm going this way. So I'm going to take a break from all of this stuff. Let me get my mind focused. Let me try to get some certifications. I got. A, I'm a self-published author. Uh, I dance with my mother's name of my, of my book is on Amazon and all of that too. So that was pretty cool, man. When I when I wrote my book, that just changed my whole life completely because you know I'm like you know what I I could do things that I never thought from where I'm from. I'm from a little city called Wilson, North Carolina, and, and but it's like. A lot of it's a bad, bad situation. So people from there, you know, it's like, oh, you know, he he came from Wilson, North Carolina. He he write books and stuff. So you know, I'm like, yeah, I, I can do this thing. This is this is my calling. You know, not the not the rapping. So you know, music. I, I now, I learned that you know I can stay home, make my music, and I have music on every uh, streaming platform. You know, it's so easy to to get your music out there on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio. You know, it's everywhere. I have music everywhere. It's cool to to be like in Walmart and they like, hey, I know you, and I'm like, oh, you do. And then they show me my little, oh, that's that soldier. He's uh, he's all. Uh, I'm just listening to your music. I'm like, that's pretty cool, man. And, that's uh, cool, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And you know, my music is different. I've matured. You know, it's, it ain't all about the the gang gang stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's mature. It's about relationships, growing, love. You know, and all that good stuff, man. So, kind of looking back at your life, what's the biggest accomplishment that you sort of have in, in my life? Is my wife. You know, if it wasn't for her, 
I probably it is no telling what I be because I was like I said at the time before I met her, man, I was <laughs> doing anything hustling, trying to make money, trying to. And I'm like, she 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 stopped me, made me think. You know, you gotta sometimes you gotta have a, a reality check. You know, I'm like, if this woman could put up with all the stuff that I was doing, you know, I'm like, it's got to be something that, that's keeping her here. You know, she believed in me. Everything that I've done, she supported everything. You know, half the stuff I didn't even know. You know, because I, you know, she, I mean, she's got a college degree, she's a bachelor's degree, and all that. She's all so she was showing me the ropes, and I was impatient, like I said at the time. So she changed my whole thought process. Period. You know, and I'm like, it, that's the, the one of the greatest that that and my her, my kids. You know, and we just had a little boy, eight month old. Now he's nine month. He's nine month old, a little boy. But you know, that's like my biggest accomplishment as far as you know, because once she she slowed me down, you know, I, I was able to. Oh, I got my music out on all these, you know, people started hearing me. I, I joined the John Maxwell team. Um, you know, uh, she, I got my companies actually legal instead of, I'm thinking that, you know, oh, I, I got a, I'm telling people, oh yeah, I got, I got a, a company. I'm riding around with my logos and stuff. No, didn't know anything about the legal side, you know. Oh, I got a, I got a personal training company. I got a record label. Oh, we can't find you. We looking you up. We don't, we don't see BI Entertainment. We don't see Goar. She made, you know, she taught me all of that, man. I, you know, and I, yeah, I'm thinking that you, you know, you, you know, I, I could just do that. I'm telling people I got all this stuff. It is, is, is not, they don't see it. So now they, oh, no, oh, he's the owner. He's the CEO of, of BI Entertainment. He's the CEO of Go Hard Elite Training. We see this. We see he's the author of this book. You know, we see that, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So you spent the last few years sort of becoming more professional, becoming more business minded, understanding like the structures and and when you did that, how did it impact your business? Man, I tell you, when I switched, when I changed, like man, it was like you coming down off a roller coaster, then you go straight up, straight up, like and then I was like, man, I, I started getting clients. People call on my phone. Oh, oh man, you know I had uh, Jeff Howe. He's a uh, He's like the, one of the top CEOs of uh, HD Supply. And he was like, I want you to come to my event. Uh, it's called Building Champions. And I want you to do what you do, you know, because I, I, he was one of my clients. And he was like, I want you to do what you do. It was thousands of people coming in. And I'm demonstrating what I do by boxing, showing them how to box, letting them box, you know, motivating them. And because, you know, back, like I said, back in the day, you know, I'm like, I got all these tattoos and people judge, you know, people judge you. So I'm like. Now, you know, it's like you, you can't judge people because you 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 got you got to right, you don't you don't know. And that's why I, when I see people, I don't judge. I don't judge anyone. I mean, like I said, man, I talk to strangers and they, they're no stranger to me because you, you never know what that person going through. You never know. and You never know who they are. You know what I'm saying? So like he was like, well, I want you to come to my event. I'm like, cool. Me and my wife go to the event, set up the station. People are walking in like, wow, what's that? You know, and I'm like, oh. So I'm demonstrating. I got a lot of connections from that too, man. It's pretty cool. But you meet people, man, and you know along your journey, and you know they they help you to elevate, man. They they keep you going. They keep you motivated, and that keeps you going. You know what I'm saying? When you when you're getting positive feedback, even the the negative the negative feedback, you take it and it turns into something positive. Yeah, no, that that's a good attitude because you're never. It doesn't matter. Look, the more successful you become, there are going to be more people who <laughs> criticize you. And then look, some of that criticism is legit. You're like, okay, you know what? I have to take it after. And some of them is just people just kind of trying to just bring you down, and you have to be able to separate that. Yeah, yeah, you got to be able. To, and that's a that's another thing too. I would tell people, you got to be able to take criticism. You got to be able to take it. You got to be able to take it, and and understand it, accept it. And utilize it in a good way. Don't take it and, and go the opposite direction with it. You know, that's how I used to be. People would criticize me. Or I, I can't go here because I got all these tattoos. They might judge me. Now I will go anywhere. You know, like you either love me or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm going to love you regardless, you know? So <laughs> I think you're setting a good example so that people feel comfortable with people who look a different way, who have tattoos. And they realize, look, oh, wow, Will, he's just a regular dude. You know, he's not, you know, he's a, he's a mature person. He's someone I can learn from someone I feel comfortable being around, someone I can introduce people to. So, you know, thank you for that. Now, you mentioned like uh, there was a point where, you know, you went to massage school. So you worked as a massage therapist. Tell me more about that. The Atlanta School of Massage, this is a, they had a personal training program. But we learned massages and everything through the, it was a whole program, you know. Um, and, you know, you get your certif NASM certification. And, you know, I learned all the anatomy of the body. Uh, I graduated, actually, I was like the second in my class. Almost the top of my class, man. But yeah, you know, like yeah, it's 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 a 
I mean, we learned, like I said, we learned the anatomy of the body, man. We learned the points, the pressure points. We learned everything, man. It was pretty, it was pretty cool, you know. And uh, like when when people see, oh, he went to Atlanta school, that helped me a lot too, you know. Like I said, like those certain things that you know, my wife, she was like, Maybe you should go there. They, they got this personal training program because you need to get certified with a, a major accreditation, uh, accommodation, and NASM is it, you know. So I went there to uh, ended up Finishing second in the class. I was almost top of my class. And uh yeah, I finished second. Hey, look, man, honestly, once you once you top five, you know, the order doesn't even matter, man. So what other certifications did you get? <laughs> I have so many uh like certifications. I, I, I literally have like over like 32 certifications. I was just getting certifications just to begin them, man, because I didn't have a degree, so I had to, I'm like, I got to have some kind of background, something. So I was like, oh, this class is going, you know, I'm, I'm certified in this. Oh, I'm certified in that. I'm certified in this, but, you know. What certifications do you feel helped you the most? Like, if you had, like, the three to five certifications, what would you say helped you the most? My NASM certification, uh, my Red Cross. Um, CPR certified, CPR, right? oh, man, that, that, that right there alone. I got a story to tell you, if you don't mind. This, uh, my wife, we went to, to visit her family. In my my parents, her parents' house, and uh, we were having a little party or, th- or whatever on on a holiday weekend, um, Memorial Day. It was a couple of years ago, and kids were swimming in the pool. Everybody's partying, dancing. I'm on the grill cooking, you know, topping it up, or whatever. And all of a sudden, we hear this scream, scream. Everybody panicking. Little five year old cousin at the time, CJ, he was up on. Nobody knew where he was at. He was playing above the. He was up under the water, and he had actually, literally, man, his Pupils had dilated, his, his eyes were white. Everybody had paused, you know, everybody had paused. They, nobody didn't know what to do, like, as far as, I mean, they knew what to do, but they, they were shocked. Me. No, no, it's panic. People, bystander effect and all that. I, it just happened, you know, after the CPR training. I, I mean, I just jumped on, started doing the, in my mind, huh, huh, staying alive, a little, what they teach you in school. I saved his life, man. And uh, when the paramedics got there, they was like, if you wouldn't have had revived him, he would have died. Like I said, you never know, man. Like, I mean, it was scary because, you know, his eye, like I said, his eyes was to the back of his head. And, you know, so they had to take him to the hospital because they didn't know how long he was without oxygen. But the paramedic said, man, if it wasn't for you, he would have died, you know. Man, how, how old is, you said your nephew, how old is he now? Well, he's probably 10 now. I think that was like five years ago. It was, he's probably like 10 now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was a little kid, man. And I'm like. So, I mean, and everybody's like, you know, you, you know, I, I, I'm the type of person that when I do stuff, I don't look for no kind of, you know, you should be on the news. You should be doing this. Nah, man, I, that's that's the, it's, it's my nature to help people. It's my nature to I don't want no. No, nah, God's going to bless me, you know, regardless. what You know, thankfully you were there because I could only imagine the mood, you know, had things gone. Yeah, it was. I mean, because everybody was standing around like, what are we going to do? And I look, you know, I go in, I get them. I'm going in, I'm going in, I'm, I'm going in and, you know, and he started, you know, coughing up the water and stuff. And yeah, man, it was pretty, it was a scary moment, but you know. No, you know what? I've been wanting to get CPR certified, but you know, your story is like, you just never know. And when you're taking a certification class, it's like, they tell you this, like people don't pay attention to the classes and stuff. I'm like, look, they're telling you this for a reason. So when I do go and recertify, I tell them this story every time. Like it happened out of the blue, man. You never know. Like it's a, and and I saved his life, man. And he's a, every time I see him, you know, he he, he remembers it. Like wow, <laughs> you know, I'm like <laughs> it's pretty, and it's a good feeling, man. It's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you know, it's like look, you see him be like, yo, you know, I'm glad that he gets to experience life. His parents get to you know be around him, his siblings and all that. No, thank you for sharing that. And you know, it just shows that look, it's all about you know, having that knowledge and applying it. And it's at the end of the day, he don't care whether or not you got no, a college degree. You say <laughs> you the uncle that saved his life, right? Nobody will be higher than you, man. That's amazing. So I, I was going to ask you, what are you most proud of? But I think that's probably what yeah, you're most man, proud that's, of. That's one of the, man, that's like, and I, you know, he's doing good in school now. I'm like, like I say, I say this life so he can change the world. You know, maybe he's going to be, you, you You don't know what he's going to be. He'd probably be the next president of a, You never know, you know, you know, so. You never know, man. But I, I, I love it, man. I love when I, every time we go home to well, my wife's from Cincinnati. So every time we go there, I see him, man. I'm like, wow, man, it's it's it's, it's a good feeling, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I can only imagine. Look, I feel good just hearing this story. So I, I already know how good you feel. So when you didn't have the degree and you were getting denied, how did it feel? And what did you end up doing afterwards? 
Uh, when those doors got closed, man, I, I, you know, I felt like I wanted to give up. I was depressed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from my background, where I came from, like I said, my childhood, I had a rough childhood, man. It was like a, I built up a lot of anger. You know what I'm saying? So my anger would trigger me to just to be a rude person. You know, I didn't want to talk. I didn't like people at the time. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, forget this, man. You know, I'm like, and I, I would get irritated. You know, it's an annoying feeling. And not knowing that it's part of my journey, not knowing that I should have took that and, and, and transformed it into something positive. To, I, I couldn't take criticism, man. It was like, I'm no, I'm great. Why are these people acting like this? Why are these people? I never, I didn't understand it, but I, now I understood it. It took me to, you know, the mature to understand it. I, I, that's just people going to be people. That criticism was used to, to elevate you. You know what I'm saying? I might get some, oh, man, we're not going to be able to do this. Okay, that's cool. You'll be back. <laughs> or I'll be somewhere else, you know. One door closed, another one to open, you know. And you can't be afraid, you know. It, it made me feel afraid. I had fear. I wouldn't go, you know, when the opportunities are, came up, I wouldn't go to, you know, I, I was afraid to try it because I didn't, I couldn't accept denial. I couldn't accept the door being closed in my face, you know. So I, I just pass up so many opportunities, you know. I'm like, I ain't got a degree. You made you put yourself down, you know. I didn't have a degree. I didn't. They ain't going to accept me anyway. I, I'm not going to even try it, you know. That's how it made me feel, man. But I don't care if it's the president of the United States. I'm like, look, you need you need this done. Hey, I, I'm your man. I'm your man. <laughs> you know, so people going to like you. People want to not like you. People going to hate you. But you can't be that. You, you just got to keep being you. You just got to keep being authentic. You got to be authentic, man. That's the main thing. Being authentic is, is everything, man. And a lot of people, I, like back in the day, I wasn't authentic. I was trying to be something I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that I am, I'm not trying to be this. I'm not this type of person. Knowing, you know, my mom called me a big teddy bear. You not, you can't be out there. You, yeah, you know, uh, okay, okay, you know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I, you got to be authentic. Got to be authentic, and if you can be yourself, people gonna love you for for who you are. People gonna like you for who you are. And I learned that, you know. Uh, I mean, like I said, I don't meet no strangers. If they had like they hate me. I'm gonna still speak. Hey, how you doing? If you don't speak, I spoke to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm still putting out that positive energy into the universe. You know. No, that's amazing. So how'd you sort of move past that? Like, what was there any special specific point where you sort of became comfortable? You're like, all right, I don't got a degree, but it's all good. Like, what was that point? Because obviously you had the transformation, but what helped you get to that transformation? You know, one one day my daughter, you know, my daughter, uh, man, she was like, yeah, you know, daddy, everybody like you. And, and you know, no matter if if, if they, she, she, she got so much wisdom. She said, no matter what a person should think about you, you should you should have enough confidence in yourself to be able to change their mind. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so like, like, like wait, she, at the time she's seven years old, like, what the, what a minute, hold up. <laughs> I'm taking advice from a seven year old. She was right, you know, I, you know, I, I was, uh, like I said, I was, I didn't have the confidence in myself to change that person's mind. So I went back to this guy, he had a gym, uh, Jess Fitness Gym, and he wouldn't, Nah, 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 you ain't you ain't got this sort of nah, blah, 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 blah. so I went to him again. I said, you know what? I know all your programs. I'm not certified yet, but I'm working on the certification. You know, I said, but I know all your programs. I know all of the members in here. They they love me. I can get you business. I can change your whole revenue. I can make sure that your your dividends go up, and I can promise you that. And I said, if I didn't, if I don't do it, you can take the money from me. You know, and I said, just give me a chance to show you that I could change your whole revenue stream, you know? So he was like, you know what? I got a class I want you to teach. And I'm, this is, this is funny because this is a class with 80-year-old women. <laughs> I, have, I have the video. It's 80-year-old 80 women, and we do our aerobics. Now, <laughs> but you know what? They loved it. They absolutely loved it. So and then they was like, you know what? Every time they come in, where's Will? Where's Will? We need Will to teach a class. So, you know, I, I started off with ropes. You know, they was doing a little, I'm teaching them. I'm like, how can I? <laughs> I'm coming in there. Hey, baby, how you doing, baby? You know, how you, hey, I'm like, how you, how you doing, Miss Parker? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, uh, man, it was, I got the video. I still have that video. You got to send me the video. I got to share it. I gotta, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> Man, I'm over here. Come on, ladies, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and they're loving it, man. So you know, and he saw that, and then I mean, after that, it was like, now I, I want to bring you on board or whatever. So I stayed on board for a while, but you know, I was like, I'm, I, I outgrew it. You know, I'm like, I outgrew it, and you know, people started to notice me. I started getting more clients, and uh, 
Now he comes to me for business. He was like, yeah, what you got going on? How could, no, I'll let you know when I'm ready, you know? <laughs> you know, so it's like, okay, yeah, you, you, you denied me at first. I listened to my daughter, and then I came back. <laughs> and it worked for you, proved myself. I proved myself, but I never threw it in his face. You know, I never, you got to be humble. Another thing is you got to be humble, man. You never. No, because he gave you a chance, right? He had a closed mindset, but he gave you a chance, and things worked out. Yeah, yeah, and it was, it was pretty cool, man. It's like. Now he comes to me, man. I remember when, yeah, I remember too. He was talking about the little, I got to see you the video. You're going to trip out. It's so hilarious. Like, come on, ladies, let's go, let's go. <laughs> nah, that's cool. What was another moment like that where, you know, you kind of were denied an opportunity and you kind of went back and you kind of showed yourself? Was there yeah. something else like that? Oh, yeah, I had plenty of those. Let's see. Um, When I had my, I, I was doing my, my, my uh, mobile training, boot camps. And uh, when I first started, you know, I, I went to the board and I was like, you know, I want to do boot camps and I want to utilize this field. And, you know, I want my boot camps. I had to explain. I said, it's, a, it's called a fitness party, what it's called. I got that video, two videos, all that stuff. And um, they was like, well, well, we we don't do parties, you know, a lot of balance. I said, no, it's a fitness party, you know. And, and, and she's looking at me at all my tattoos. She was like, no, we, we, we don't do those, you know. And I'm like, OK, OK. So. I, I went somewhere else and somebody took me in and, and and it started blowing up. I mean, it was getting big, brother. When I say big, I was having 500 people coming. To, I have the videos. I mean, they out there. Go hard. This let's go. I got my, my headset on. I'm motivating people. I got the tires and the sledgehammers and we just getting to having fun. Everybody's dancing. You know, it's, it's diverse. It's everybody, man. I don't discriminate, you know, so we having a good time. So then, they called my phone. They was like, oh, yeah, you remember? Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, how you doing? Um, we would like for you to, you know, you can utilize our, you know, our field and everything. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> I didn't really have to, you know, like, and I, I never, like, you know, I was like, you know, I was I was professional. I was like, you know, I appreciate it. Um, if I have time on my schedule, I can do it. You know, I, I was professional, tactful about it. And. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, I mean, they just judged me, man. They was looking at me like, oh, man, these tattoos and muscular guy. He's probably a gangster or something, you know, and I'm like, but, and, and the thing is, you know, when people, if you look at my tattoos, they, they, it's my life tattooed on my body. It's not like some random gang stuff. No, it's actually my life on my body. And it's just, it's, it's a positive thing. It's not, you know, they perceive it to be so. <laughs> That's why it's like, I find tattoos interesting because you always ask, like, what'd you get it for? And it's always an interesting story, you know? It's not like you got the teardrops around your eyes. Yeah, right, right. You know? I'm not, not, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, you know, you got, you got actual <laughs> tattoos that talk about your life. And, you know, I think you always look at the attitude of the person, you know? And you just never know who they are, you know? Give people a chance and it you'd be surprised. So what are some things that you're currently working on right now? Well, you know, I, uh, well, I, I train in the youth. Uh, I have a contract with the... Uh, the Cobb County, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, it's Cobb County Schools, where I do the, the out-school program. That's on my page, too. You see me working with the kids. So, you know, COVID has stopped a lot, you know. So it's like I'm trying to figure out a way to do it virtually, where all the kids are signing on virtually because they miss me. They want me to come back to the school. But it's like I can't put my life, myself at risk because of my my family. You know, I have a daughter with an underlying condition, and, and I have a, a nine-month-old son. So it's like. I miss the kids. I love the kids, but I can't because of that. So, no, you love your kids too, and you got to be safe. Exactly. So it's like I gotta. I have to. Uh, we gonna try to do this virtually. Try to, cause they still they, they're trying to figure out a way for me to do. Cause the kids, they, I'm the only person they listen to. They love it. Oh, the coach, double coach, double coach. You know, and uh, so I'm working with the kids. Um, like I said, I'm, I started the John Maxwell team. I'm trying to, you know, work on getting my my leadership training out there, my motivational speaking out there. You know, just networking and masterminding classes and, and all that good stuff. Um, and as far as my training, I want I want to start, I want a gym, actually, an actual gym now. I done got to the point where I'm tired of the traveling and the mobile thing. Now I want to I want to become stationary, you know, so I'm looking into investors for that. And then, you know, my wife has a staffing agency, uh, executive staffing agency. So I help her with that where, you know, we staff like executives, like, I mean, for the top jobs. And if you got somebody that you need to staff, you need she finds them. She likes the. She's like a little the sniper. She finds them and look them out. You know. So she's like, I can find you clients that you think you could never find. So I help her with that. I'm like the client uh, engagement coordinator because she know I'm good with people. So I talk to to the people and stuff. But uh, that and you know my I tra training my boys. You know they they my my son. He's like you know the top 
athletes in South Carolina. So I trained him. He's 16. Man, well, I mean, he look, we look alike too, but he's a beast. He's a beast. And then, you know, it's, it's both my, and, and the, my boy below him, he's another beast. So it's like, it's, it, it runs in the family. So I got to stay on them, stay positive and make sure they doing what they supposed to be doing too. So, well, I mean, that's about it, man. I'm just trying to, trying to elevate, trying to keep it going, trying to keep pushing. My music is, it's starting to take off. I mean, got music is four of my songs got accepted to be in, in different, uh, movie soundtracks. Um, Crucial records, yeah. Me and my brother, we have a um, uh, "Meet the Flockers." Is, is one of our songs is a "Meet the Flockers." It's a, <laughs> it's called Gigolo. It's a song called Gigolo. It's in "Meet the Flockers." So, yeah, we have that. Uh, um, Hemlock Grove got music in the Hemlock Grove. Um, that's why I say I, I learned how to put my music and make it work for me. I don't have to sign for these record labels, and they I'm working for myself. You know, I can, I can contact these companies, listen to this, and this might work for your your movie soundtrack, and they'll sell it. You know. Yeah, I've heard that's a big thing. Like a lot of rap, like video game music, all these other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. GTA, I, I, I got music they want to play on GTA. I'm like, oh, you made it. You made it. Man, I'm telling <laughs> you, that's my, what you know about GTA? <laughs> no, that's so cool, man. And it's beautiful. It's like how our careers just go in so many different directions. And it's like, they're still involved in just such a different way. Because like, you know who would have thought, like, which rapper starts out and is like, I'm going to make movie soundtracks and video game music and now it's like it does go and it's like wow this is a whole thing like people do that yeah people do that <laughs> yeah yeah so you know let's sort of wrap up the episode what's one piece of advice you want to leave the audience with um one piece of advice don't give up you know like i said life is is this tunnel you know what i'm saying and it's darkness in life it's obstacles in life you know if that light go out don't give up you know keep going feel yourself around it you got to have faith, man. Stay motivated when the door, door's closing you in your face. Stay motivated. Keep adding value to your life so you can add value to somebody else's life. So you can, they can ask value to somebody else's life and that can help you to grow. You know what I'm saying? Keep adding water to your life and, you know, stay positive. Stay positive, man. Even when times are hard, times are rough, stay positive. Keep believing. Don't give up. Like I said, don't give up, man. Keep, just say keep. Every time you get in that situation, just say keep, keep. Keep. I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing. I got to keep living. I got to keep. I got to keep. I got to keep. You know what? One thing. So I used to wrestle in high school and I'm an assistant what? wrestling coach. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I still keep at it, you know, because so it, it keeps me in shape. And you know, one of the things when I went to like a wrestling camp and one of the guys taught, he was he was in I think he was a Marine. He was trying for the Navy SEALs. He was saying he didn't make it. Or he was, I think he was trying again, but he said one of the things that he did and he learned was there's nothing in the world that he can't do for 10 seconds. And, you know, so it's like, you know, sometimes so you break it up like, hey, I just got to make it through one more day. I got to make it through one more hour, you know, one more whatever. And you'd be surprised that like that those days and those hours add up and you're like, wow, you know, and sometimes he'd be 10 more seconds. He'd do it for five hours. Right. 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 It, I mean, it, and it builds wisdom man. it builds maturity, man. It builds structure in your life. You don't even recognize it, man. It, it makes you a better person just by not giving up by 10 seconds. Like you said, even 10 seconds, man, you're moving forward. You're not going backwards. Man. So I get what you're saying. I, I definitely get what you're saying. How would people support you and follow you? LinkedIn, of course, is Will Barnes. Uh, uh, my Instagram is, uh, I am the body sniper. Oh, so, all right. So I'm following you right now. So I, am the body. That, I like that. I like that. That's a cool one. So you went yeah. to Sniper School. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. That's a cool one. Because, you know, because you got the body, you, you see that body, you snipe it out, you're going you're gonna to change that body, you know? So it's, yeah, I am yeah. the body sniper. Um, yeah, you got some follow 23.8K. Respect. I'm going to go like your post. It took me a while to build that too, you know? So, I, you know, like I started posting a lot of stuff I took down. And I'm like, look, this is about my training. I got a, I got all kinds of training up there. Me boxing, me training athletes, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, my music is that soldier, D A T soldier, S O L. Yep, that soldier. Um, and that, I mean, that's about it. I really, I, I got I'm working on my website now. Uh, as far as my speaking, will barscom Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I know someone else took willbarns.com. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had I had to choose the Will Dance Bars because somebody had the Will Barnes. So <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. The only good thing about having a name that no one can pronounce, I own Janai. Right, right, right. So I own <laughs> So I got you know, so I own Janai. Right, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's nah, still Will Dash Bars is still good. Still yeah, good. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. I mean, thank you so much for sharing your story. I thought you know, I know the audience will gain so much wisdom, man. You've got so much infectious energy. And I know 
that you still got so much more that you're going to accomplish. I know you're going to leave a positive impact and, you know, listeners, please support Will, you know, check him out, support him, follow him on Instagram. Thank you so much for your time, Will. Hey man, thank you for having me, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, man. Another great episode. Thank you for listening. Hopefully this information was valuable and you learned a lot. Stay tuned for the next episode. This show is sponsored by you. No Degree wants to remain free from influence so that we can talk about the topics without bias. If you think the show is worth a dollar or two, please check out our Patreon page. Any amount is appreciated and will go towards making future episodes even better. Follow us on Instagram or Snapchat at No Degree Podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash no degree inc. If you want to personally reach out to me, connect or follow me on LinkedIn at Janaid Iqbal, spelled J-O-N-A-E-D, last name I-Q-B-A-L. Until next time, no degree, no problem, nodegree.com. Yeah, so you got no degree, no problem, no problem, any problem, we can solve them. LinkedIn insomnia keeps us evolving, growing in the knowing. Wisdom is flowing. If you didn't know, now you know where I'm going. If you didn't know, now you know. Let's sing that again, everybody. No degree, no problem. Any problem, we can solve them. LinkedIn insomnia keeps us evolving. We're growing in the knowing. The wisdom is flowing. If you didn't know, now you know where I'm going. No degree, no problem. Any problem, we can solve them. LinkedIn insomnia keeps us evolving. We're growing in the knowing. The wisdom is flowing. If you didn't know, now you know where I'm going. Yeah.